I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, guys? Danny, take it away. We still got to do the intro. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, this is us. Hey, this is us. Hey, this is us. <laughs> Oh, this is us online, Candace and online, Danny online, Paris online, Haley, Haley online. There we go. With you guys in quarantine. I never thought that this would be our scenario for this is us or for, for anything for that matter, but we're so glad we're here. We're talking all about episode 17, y'all. Hey. We're almost there. It was after the fire, and it was fire, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fire. think Haley agrees with me on that one. <laughs> but, um, we're going to try and run this show just as regular. I know it's a little bit different format than you're used to, but just bear with us. I'm Candice Cruz. Thank you so much for joining us. And I am joined with my lovely panel right here. I got, I think he's below me, Danny Royce, host of Inside Pro. And to my corner, I don't know if I'm posting, pointing right, but I think so. Miss Paris Rose, (laughs) unpopular opinion. Hello, missed you guys. Haley might be the unpopular opinion on this one. That would be Miss Haley Grace. All right, guys. So, um, overall thoughts. What are you thinking? Oh wow. Well, I you like know what? This episode. Okay, Paris, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I I really like this episode. I really liked seeing Randall um, go through his journey through therapy, and I really liked that this therapist called him out and continued to challenge him. At, at first, I felt like she was a little aggressive for a therapist but I feel like it was a therapist that Randall needs. So I really appreciated everything about this. Yeah. I didn't think I was, I didn't think I was gonna like the episode, but after going and all that, I was like, I have to agree with Paris. I was like, this is a, it's a, it's a fun episode. It seemed more like a, um, kind of like a filler. Um, I kind of got that vibe from it, but I really did enjoy seeing his like his journey and him being challenged like Paris men, uh, mentioned and also getting to the root of the situation um the root of the problem of why Randall's the way he is and so I was like okay that, I, that's fine I can work with it and it was cool seeing Jack like what if Jack was here because I always thought what if Jack was here so <laughs> so true Haley I want to hear your opinion okay I know we talked about it earlier you were not a fan I just didn't like this episode mostly like it was okay I didn't dislike it as much as last week's episode but this episode for me was just I'm never a fan of these what-if scenarios I think it's almost a waste of an episode because we know the reality like there's no sense in teasing us into these scenarios I will say that I like how the writers did it in this case where it was actually relevant. I went into this episode thinking it was going to be basically a wasted episode where we just get to imagine if Jack was here and that was going to be it. But I liked that there was a point behind it. However, I'm just over Randall and his storyline. I think this kind of brings us to a stopping point and it does give us something to talk about. And the fact that I didn't entirely see that this is where his anxiety was going or really rooted or pulling from. So that was unique to it. But then my brain is like, well, is this now just what we're going to keep talking about? Or is it finally done? So it was okay for me. I just didn't love it. 
I mean, I, I agree with you in some points, Ailey. I, I personally did like it, but um, just because I think it's interesting in a different way of like, we all have these ideas right in our head of like, if I would have done, if I could have done something differently, how would my life be different? Sometimes for the better and sometimes for the worse. And I think that we sugarcoat things so much when we go back on certain situations in our head of like, if I would have done this different, it would have been better. So I really like that she kind of grounded him um, mm -hmm. a little bit. And I yeah, do- props to the therapist. She is the one who sold this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I love how tough she was. She was like, listen, you're glorifying all of this. And also, I mean, we'll get into this a little bit later, but I didn't think it was going to end up all rosy and happy-go-lucky the way that Randall laid it out to be, you know? In his, in his, first, in his um, first scenario? Yeah, in his first scenario, I was like, this is a little unrealistic. Like, this is too, like, <laughs> no one's life is this, like... Right. Well, you know, we saw, like, that's how it would have been if Randall got his way. If he, like right. you said, he, he fixes things. So if he got his way, that is exactly how it would have played out which was all, you know, rosy and fun, but that's not the, that's not the real scenario. As Haley said, she likes the realness. <laughs> well, I do think it sets us up to see a lot, like the last tale in going into next week's episode. And I've even seen some right. articles about it saying it's going to be a crazy show. Crazy. Um, but I think the best way to break it up. I'm by, ready for it. Wait, say that again, Danny. I missed that. Oh, I, I'm said I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, all day. All day. I think we should break it up by, there are three scenarios, right? In his life. So I figure we can go through each of the scenarios of like his rosy dozy, happy go lucky. We can go through. Keep going, Candace. Now we got our giggle boxes turned upside down. The second one <laughs> would be um, if Jack would have lived and um, it was a different scenario, right? Yeah. Was yeah. There a third? Wasn't there a third option? There I think there was this two. There was kind of just like there the rosy. Two. Yeah. Positive one and then basically the doom one. Yeah. And I think I was putting like the regular lifeline in my head. That makes so, sense. Right, right. Break it down by that and then we'll we'll do the first two scenarios and then we'll talk about like real life and the ending and going to news and predictions. So let's start with his figmented Jack living situation, the first one. The so, first one annoyed me so badly. Like I was where Haley was at because I'm, I thought this is so perfect and unrealistic. Everything works out perfectly. And I, they do address it at the end, but I thought it was interesting how immediately after the fire, he, you know, Rebecca feels this immense guilt and immediately tells Jack uh, about what happened. And I was waiting for Jack to have a normal reaction. She lied all of these years. And he was just like, mm -hmm. okay, let's just tell Randall. And it was also perfect. I was like, then they open the door and I'm thinking, okay, won't William be an addict still? But he's great and sweet. He's the William that we know. And I was just like, so everything is going to just be amazing here. So I, I liked that eventually they got called out because I was not feeling I'm that storyline at all. <laughs> right. Disney also, to where me. did he actually go to school? Did he go to Carnegie? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You mean regardless? Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. But I think, but again, because I have the same thought, I was like, is that where he actually went to school? And, but in real life, I think he actually chose, and we've never known this to be his decision as to why, but I think he chose it to stay home and be, and take care of Rebecca. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt that it was very uh, Disney-like, um, mm -hmm. but <laughs> it was, it was, it was fun to watch. Like I, I wasn't completely against it just because I knew like, this is all in Randall's mind, so we're just gonna ride right along, right? Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't sold on it, and I just, it wasn't realistic. Uh, the reactions weren't realistic, and I was, yeah, as you guys said, the, the therapist was like, she was, she was in it. Um, my sister's a, a therapist as well, so, and she's hard just like that. So I was just like, go, go get it. <laughs> and Randall needed that. Randall needed someone to slap him. Like, like I wasn't completely against. Besides Beth. Yeah. I, I mean, here's the thing. You're paying a lot of money to have a therapist. Like, I don't want someone to just be like, yes, exactly how it would be. I want someone to be like, no, <laughs> this is not reality. Like, this is not right, what right. happened. Um, and I really, mm, I don't know. And I also didn't think that her conversation with Jack was going to be about Randall and his dad tell me why I thought that conversation was like I cheated on you or I wanted a divorce <laughs> or like all these worst case scenarios went through my head about the conversation I had no idea it was going to be about like Randall I didn't know where it was going um right I just didn't I don't think that it uh, it just got too perfect too quick right so like Jack even mm -hmm. They're in the car they're talking and they're like I don't feel comfortable with you being around someone that's still using all this other stuff and yet he still lets Randall go to him and knowing Jack through everything through all the scenarios that we've seen him in the real life scenarios that actually happened he would have never let him continue to go see his dad at that situation like he would have waited a while and I'm sure he would have opened like his arms and like allowed all of that to happen um, eventually, but it was just too perfect to quit. Like, I didn't like it. And then like the quickness of scenarios of like his life was going to work out the same way with Beth. They bonded over the fact that they both lost their fathers. Like right. their relationship was even going to work out through that because that's what they bonded over at first. And he was a little arrogant, dare I say, in both of these scenarios where he was just not grounded. He was very like, my life is perfect. And for me, I don't think in this first scenario, the thing that was the most like unrealistic was really because he was even still rude to Rebecca, even in this first scenario. Yeah. I mean, right. watching it back, it's like, wow, they gave it away really from the beginning. I mean, they were doing a strong effort of making sure we knew that Randall was upset with his mother. And I don't think that Jack would have tolerated it. No. Like no, definitely. in either scenario, it was just very strange the way Randall in his mind created the way Jack would have handled it. Mm -hmm. And I think that says a lot about how he also, again, like how we always said, viewed his father. And so that's what was really mm -hmm. interesting to me. Isn't that interesting how we put our parents on a pedestal so much? Like Jack died prior to anything bad really happening in their relationship, right? He right. only, unfortunately, only had his father for 17 years. And because it was cut so short, he sugarcoated everything bad that happened with Jack and made it as if he was like, 
the best person in the world. And we all know that he had his faults, right? Yeah. I, the only thing that made the whole, um, just in line with what you're saying, the yeah. Jack being uh, understandable about William being an addict is because of Jack's flaws. I mean, he is an addict and Randall made a point in his mind to point that out to Jack and remind him, well, you're an addict too. And I think that would have resonated with Jack and he would have been like, yeah, you're right. We, we have our flaws. So I, I, I did kind of feel like that part would have been realistic. But I also feel that um, it's just any loss. Uh, and when anytime someone loses someone, that person, you just remember them for the greatness that they were. You forget about all their flaws. If you were mad at them, you forget about it. You just remember them being so extremely perfect. And I don't know if that's a bad thing. I just think people want to have happy memories. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Also, if my, if I would have said that to my dad, woo, he would have been <laughs> <laughs> well, you're an addict. I wouldn't have been here talking to you. Oh. <laughs> you don't get to tell me that. You don't get to say that. <laughs> right. Or say it that way. And guys, while we're talking about this, I also do want to give a shout out because I still am in the chat. And so we have Christina Fletcher and Ellen with us. We know we hey. love Ellen. And she wanted to point out the fact in the first story. She was like, also, Randall can't stop stomach cancer. Sorry. As much as he wants to, it's just not realistic. And that right. is another very, very solid point from that first story. Also, well, Randall fixes everything, guys. Right. Come on. I mean, even the therapist was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you stomach cancer? No. Right. Oh, even so, like protecting him from not going into the house. Yeah. Were you going to say Haley? Oh, I just said, and she says good morning from Australia. So that's pretty cool. Oh, good, morning. good morning. Good morning, Mike. You guys are doing awesome <laughs> there. Gosh, this whole, everything is just so crazy right now. But right. Um, at least we have this is us to distract us, right? Random <laughs> <laughs> story. Say, this is us without singing Danny's song in their head because I hear the words this is us and my brain immediately goes to it <laughs> every time. <laughs> Clearly we need to work on our dance moves though, Haley. Yeah. That's the new theme song. It needs to be the new theme song for next season. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be ours. <laughs> I mean, I think we are all in agreement about the first scenario is that it was just yeah. so like beyond picture perfect and he left all the bad parts out. Like right. there was no bad parts. Life was just right. story perfect as can be. Good for although him. Although I although it was like picture perfect and all that, I do think it was needed because I mean us, you know, as humans, we always think like the best case scenarios, right? Especially like when we lose someone, it's like we want we want to play out to our favor and we want to have control over the situation. So it definitely showed um a, a natural part of the grieving process, I think. Um, did it go too far? Maybe in some instances, but I think overall it was needed for the episode to kind of go around. Yeah. Also, did anybody else pick up on the ominous, like very poignant moment where Jack and Randall had this moment that she's forgotten her phone twice? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they, they, they like looked at each other. Said that. Literally, okay, that was your that was your part in all of this with Rebecca. We, we remember right. So when she lost her phone, you picked up on it, Randall. We get I it. love that eye contact. They were like, you lost the phone again. <laughs> yes, it was like very soap opera-y. It was like dunk. Right. Eye contact. She forgot the phone. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. But um, I guess we can hop into the second scenario because the first scenario is obviously stuff that we already know. You just plug Jack in, happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, happy well, first of all, though, how do we feel about old Jack? How he looks? Oh, how do you? I know we finally got to see old Jack. How do you feel about how he looks? <laughs> I honestly thought old Jack would have been a little bit more handsome. Oh, I don't think he's handsome. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think Milo will take him. Happy about that. What? I thought they could have made him a little more salt and pepper, but you know. Also, you got the whole going on. He was old. He was old. Mandy Moore does as Rebecca at that age, though. Because Mandy Moore looks older, like sixty something, and she's supposed to be seventy something. Yeah. And then Jack actually looks like he's seventy something, and you're like, okay, that's yeah, 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 yeah sure. Mandy Moore's he did drink very a lot. well. <laughs> he did drink a lot, so oh, you know, true. Also, going into the next scenario. He was drinking again. Did anyone catch that? He was yes. Addict, yeah. Like, or it's like because he essentially, what I took out of it was he almost stopped fighting for him and Rebecca's relationship after she right. told him. Mm. Just pushed her away. And I feel like his alcoholism, one of the things that always kept him away from it was his relationship and his fight for Rebecca and their family. And after that, I guess it just drove him back to drinking. And that was, just the sense that I felt in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I was a uh, no go ahead, Paris. I was just kidding. I was a little annoyed with Jack in the second scenario because I thought the nerve of him, he's really upset with Rebecca for holding this secret for 17 years, which is awful. But like had did he forget that he was still holding his brother's secret forever? Like he never thought to expose that he has a brother that's alive and he knows he's alive he knows where he lives so I know this wasn't a real this was a real life but in Jack in the fake scenario I still was very pissed that Jack could make Rebecca feel so guilty when he's doing the exact same thing and well and for yeah. me that was, that's what bothered me the most about this scenario too was because like let's be honest the Jack that the writers have built us up to see that just wouldn't have been his reaction. Could he have been disappointed? Could they have had that fight? Absolutely. And I liked the realness in that scene. But for him to take it and completely let it destroy their relationship, like that, that was not the like, that's, no. like that's just what I was like, okay, no, like this episode is trying to do too much now because <laughs> that like they're like literally it's like, hey, what could be the worst possible thing that we could show fans and this that would be it. And so I was like, that was when I was like, all right, nah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, well I, I mean, the therapist. Oh, okay. I was I was just saying the therapist did say, you know, uh, what did she say? The words she used is like uh, something that would you be fearful to see. So I guess this is all of his perspective, of like the most fearful scenario or uh, scary scenario. I was kind of upset that Nick was not in any. Nikki was not in any of the scenarios. <laughs> I was like, kind of just forgot about Nikki. Or, uh, I was like, Nikki. Where, where was he in the wedding, all that stuff? Oh, well, um, I guess we never found him because Jack would never let that secret. Right. Yeah, right. I guess, uh, true, true. Also, can we, talk about, can we talk about the fact that in his most fearful version of his life, of how things could have gone, it's that Kevin is getting appreciation for his relationship with Sophie. Right. Yeah. Right. 
the well, wedding, they, all that they stuff. Switched roles completely, the two of them. They switched roles, yeah. One hundred percent. But uh, before we go, Randall into- was like a player. Yeah, <laughs> like, like realistically, like that really does almost even tell more about Randall and his relationship with Kevin and where mm-hmm. they're going than anything else. Because yeah. the fact that that would be his one of his biggest and most worst fears he could think of would for his brother to basically have the life he has. Like, that's horrible. You should want your brother to have the same life as you. Like, you should be yeah. happy for him. Oh, the judgment that he holds is very, very strong. But before we go on, obviously, Haley, you gave <laughs> a segue and I lost it because of this whole like situation. But you were like, they're doing the most, but After Buzz is doing the most. Oh, we are oh, doing the most. It's, yeah, exactly. You know, it's super crazy to think about a week ago today, we were all still in the studio. I was in the studio as late as Thursday night. Things in our world have definitely escalated, but because Maria and Kevin do such a good job taking care of us and taking care of our super fans, the show must go on, even if it's in from all of our random crevices of our household. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we just really appreciate you guys sticking with us. We know the schedule is a little wonky. We will do our best to keep communicating with you when we'll be taping since next week's finale is so big. And not even Mm. that, all the shows you're watching right now, I promise something that's on air, we have an after show for it. So Mm -hmm. make sure you're tuned in to our other stations, other shows. Keep watching. I don't know if Danny's doing Black Hollywood Live, but stick with that. And we just really appreciate you guys. Thank you. We're actually on hiatus for right now. Celebrities don't want to come out, but it's okay. But at least we can just go back and watch all the episodes and rewatch yep. it. We know binge season one. <laughs> we know you have time, and I know that you guys are binging TV. So go hop over and watch all the after shows. We still love our TV clearly, and we're here. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay, so I really liked that second scenario just because I didn't like it. I just like talking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, felt really bad for Rebecca though. I do too. Okay, like poor Rebecca. She tried her hardest. And honestly, yeah. like I was pissed at Jack. I was pissed at Randall. Mm-hmm. I was just mad at both of them in these scenarios because like Kate and Kevin aside, like the three of them were so close prior to, and like someone was saying earlier, I think it was you, Haley or Danny, um, about how they presented Jack previously. He would have never, ever done that to Rebecca. They would have had their heated moments, of course, but would he have held a grudge that long? No. And And especially when she was like trying to just communicate with Randall at dinner and he was like, whatever, he basically belittled her in in the rudest way he possibly could have and I was I was furious I was just like no like Jack would have never ever allowed Rebecca to feel that way absolutely not he would have never done that he would have Uh, never seemed like that he would have held it together he would have convinced Randall to stay whether or not he liked it and like it just the Randall that we see was so polar opposite. Oh my god! Right. Oh my gosh! Crazy. Like presentation, his demeanor, like all of it. And I understand that people get angry at their family members, and we all have our issues. But like to be that completely different from your core from seventeen to now is just boggles my mind. 
But I will say, I do feel like it could be somewhat realistic mm -hmm. um, that Randall, you know, he gets so mad because he meets his father after all this time, not knowing that his father is around. And then his father wants nothing to do with him. I could see him just wanting to run off and go to Howard, which is an HBCU, as a historically yeah. black college, and like really getting into his black culture because now he knows nothing about his father. So yeah. I can see him really getting into his black culture. HBCUs are so like black and proud that I can feel him going home and feeling like, well, who are you people? I don't even know you. You're not my family. And I did I like that. Up being really realistic. I also like this Playboy Randall. He was looking like Bay. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, oh, Randall, yes, with the two I mean, listen, he looked like Bay, but he was not acting like a Bay I want. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I, no, think, I think Randall, the Randall now needs a little bit of that Randall in him. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Just like a little bit. A little taste. A little sprinkle, you know what I mean? Randall don't wear glasses in, in his scenario. He's got right. vision He's cleared got up. His vision practically <laughs> cleared up, or he was fine wearing contacts. And the two earrings. Yeah, yeah. I think Ben oh, yeah, liked a little bit of that, Randall. Just oh, a little. I like cool. cancer. He uh, cleared up his vision. <laughs> Magically. Maybe the fire is what caused the vision to fail. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kim. I, I also find it really crazy that Randall thinks that if he went to the hospital with Rebecca and Jack, that he also could have saved him somehow just by being at the hospital. That, like, it's mere presence. That's a reach. That's such a stretch. Like, how confident in yourself and how highly do you have to think of yourself to actually think at 17 years old, you could have played a part in helping that situation? You know, like, I respect the therapist in the scene because she was just, like, laying it down, like, no, I'm sorry. Like, that's that's not, like, that's not correct thinking. That's almost insanity. You know? Right. It's almost like he's been doing the same thing over and over again and just expecting a different result. And he's never gotten it. And so it's just like, no, like yeah. I, that whole part, again, I was just not. Nah, nah. It was a widow maker's heart attack. Like he would have had something come up a lot. Like I also found it fascinating that Jack lived to the full capacity of both of his like scenarios. Yeah, I agree that Jack died another way. He already had a pre-existing heart condition that no one knew about. Who's to say he wouldn't have just died from a heart attack like at the dinner where he was giving the toast or at the dinner where they were all hanging out. And like, regardless, we cannot think that like, if it was his time, it was his time. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you can't control that scenario of thinking he's gonna live to that full. No, yeah. I, do, I do like that you brought that up because I almost wish that the writers would have incorporated the therapist talking about a scenario like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like what if he passed away when you were in your thirties instead? Like what if he had passed away? You know what I mean? Like in different phases, like it still would have probably affected you the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, you still would have somehow blamed yourself because you ultimately just like to fix things. So I, I wish that they actually would have done that too. And going off of that, I find it fascinating. Even when he's talking, he's like, I've lost three parents already. And I was like, wait a second, one, two. Oh, no, my yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, where's the third? But then I was like, who is the third? The mom, the mom. The third? The third parent? But um, I also think it's fascinating that he was like, I can't lose another. Boy, you're going to lose another. Right. It's inevitable. Like you are just perpetuating what is going to happen. Inevitable. And what bothers yeah. me so much is that going into like real life, is that he essentially guilt trips Rebecca yes. into doing this. I was, 
I, I was annoyed. Oh my God, I was pissed off at that part. I was mad. She I, even said in the previous episode, she wants to spend her last moments with her family. You're going to go against her last wishes just to make her life be prolonged when it's inevitably still, even if you go to the the um, trial, Louis, the trial, like who's to say that the trial is going to work? She should, she could die faster or she could right. lose her brain faster. Like we don't know. Yeah. Right. It it's selfish. Because it's like an obsession that he yeah. has and it's selfish. And, and uh, it definitely foreshadows what him and Kevin, like that's going to blow up because once yeah. the siblings find out what he did, mm. I'll be, I would be livid at my brother. Yeah. And during that phone call to Rebecca, she kind of looks around, looks at her family and they're laughing, having a good time. And I just feel so bad for her because she has to toss all of those precious moments out to please this one son who's being ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I feel like, oh, I wish one of them were around to hear this conversation, to cut it out. I know, I almost kind of thought that Rebecca was gonna stand her ground for a minute. Right. She was gonna be like, Randall, I'm sorry. You have been a good son. You've done everything for me, but this is still what I want out of my life. Like what happened to Carpe Diem, Rebecca? Yeah. <laughs> like that just went out the window. I mean, like, I'm sure it's very difficult to like hear your child that the one that really has been kind of your rock throughout a lot of your life, like to hear him pleading and begging and crying, but like, you still kind of got to do your job as the parent and say no when it's necessary. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. She, she just, I don't know. And she's going to resent him too, if she remembers that being said, but like, I would resent someone like talking me into a corner completely like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, a random side before I forget. Um, it's really random. Sorry. But Kate, in the second scenario, why does it, does Randall feel like Toby can't be a part of Kate's life? Right. If they did have Jack. Ooh, that's a totally different husband. Why does she all of a sudden have twins? Yeah. Twin, daughters. Yeah. Like I'm like, what's going on? Like, where's the correlation? No, like having Jack around means no Toby. I, yeah. And also no Jack with the eye problem. Like, who's to say she would have had a normal pregnancy with another person? Like, yeah. Like, with her having Jack, we're like, gonna be the same issues regardless. Yeah. Like he didn't change the way, like the way Kate was. No. The, you know, he didn't in this new world. He didn't change like all of her health issues so like I I'm, was wondering if that was going to happen if we were going to have a different Kate agreed like because I almost was wondering do that. yeah I want I almost was wondering if it was going to be like a scenario where he almost had like the perfect version of his siblings because yeah. I feel like that would have been his biggest fear yeah and then also like with Kate like if Jack would have lived would she have gotten to the point that where she did with like her weight not yeah. to say, like we've already discussed this. We obviously know where we stand on this, but like she gained so much weight after he died and because of her ex that was abusive. But like, right. who's to say that that abuse would have happened if she was with Jack? Right. If Jack would have been around, she would have stayed like healthy. She would have like seen the representation of a father in her life. She wouldn't have had to replace him with a bad person. She would have ended up with a better person. Like, would Kate be the same Kate? See, it's almost like they, I almost wish in a sense mm -hmm. that this episode, truthfully, now that we're talking about it, I would have enjoyed this episode if the therapist somehow would have been like, hey, call your brother, call your sister, get him in here. We're all breaking down this. Right. this yeah. 
we're all going to talk about it and get through it together. And then each one of them would have had their own what if scenario, because I think that also could have helped Kate. And especially with what is going on in her life right now, too, you know, for each one of them to be able and for as a fan selfishly, like I would want to know what they think their lives would have been like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was interesting how they just chose to focus on Randall, though. I don't. I I was kind of like, oh, here we go, another Rando episode. But I'm just, <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll see what happens next episode. I mean, it just I all ties together. A lot of Randall, and listen, I love Randall, of Randall, but like, I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm just plain tired. It's not us. Our group chat right now, everyone is from Jamie Reddick saying, "I need a break from Randall. He's wearing me <laughs> out." Everything, same mood. Uh, she also said. Randall doesn't, Randall, the world doesn't revolve around you. Sorry, not sorry. So it's not just the four of us guys. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I still feel like the writers are trying to paint him in a picture perfect way, right? They're showing the anxiety, but at the end of the day, they always like, he overcomes it. Everything is still like yeah. on story. And I think they're still painting him as the better brother. Yeah. Until that last phone call. Yeah. I'm hoping that they almost villainize him a little bit because that's kind of where it's going i hope that the blow up is as big as we're hoping and like leading up to be because if it's not justified and it's just him being in a pissy mood and like being his anxiety ridden self i'm gonna be very upset i really want something to be like okay randall is not as perfect as we've led him up to be throughout all these other seasons he's a human right. like let's like, yeah, I almost would have rather them taken the turn of Rebecca telling Randall no mm. and us having to go through Randall, A, being told no, and then Randall having to come to terms with not only his anxiety, his inability to fix this situation, but then also really have to um, learn how to live with his anxiety because right now it just continuously feels like they're just putting Band-Aids over things like he... Mm figures out an issue he puts a banding over it because like even in this one at the end he was like he was like oh thanks doc I'm glad that we figured out like where my resentment lies like where this is all coming from but then he still didn't even address it right that means he thinks by calling Rebecca was addressing it I thought he was going I thought it really hit him he understood what was happening but then yeah. calling Rebecca and forcing her to take this trial I was like so he learned nothing no, right. And he's hearing what he wants to do still. Like he's constantly like playing in like, okay, she's telling me to rectify the situation. This is fixing it. Like this is me yeah. telling, like even by him saying, I have to live with myself by saying that I fought for something for so many, like as much as I could. Is that really fighting for it? Right. I don't like, know. Mm. Also accepting it and moving on with your life is a way of still fighting for it. I wish Beth knew what uh, Randall was about to do because she was so proud of him for yeah. having this uh, epiphany, but I don't think she realizes really what Randall was going to do with this epiphany. Mm. I feel like if he had confided in Beth, she would be like, this is not your choice, Randall. Yeah, but no, of course she doesn't know. I'm so glad you brought up Beth because I want—I forgot that I wanted to give her kudos to young Beth in the first scenario. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that. Place. Like, I was like, okay, thank you. Like we said last week, we want more Beth. We got a little touch of Beth. <laughs> a little, very little, but at least very like little. the same Beth that we know and love. She wasn't changing and flip-flopping and all this other <laughs> stuff. 
all I can but say. But like Candace, just to play on what you said, I feel like Randall was kind of villainized in the last episode. I wasn't with you guys last week, but I hated him after last episode. Oh, yeah, you true. I mean, Paris, you should have seen me and Candace. We were like watching it and we were like, <laughs> so mad. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, it's slowly, it's slowly happening, especially after this, uh, this episode. I think it's going to be, uh, this definitely leads to the blowout. Um, and I just feel like, I feel like after this episode, we're not going to get in any more Randall. <laughs> it's going to be the big three. And then it's going to be, I, I actually thought when he called, uh, when he called Rebecca, he was going to talk about the situation. And then he totally flipped that on me. And I, I actually wanted her to, I wanted her to say yes, because I felt like that's where the conflict lies. And it's a little bit, we're going to have a lot more meteor substance next, next week. So yeah. I was like, say yeah. Well, guys, we do have to start wrapping up. So we're going to go ahead and do our news and gossip really quickly. Go into our tear jerkers, predictions, wham, bam, thank me. So bam, bam, thank you, man. Super quick. Um, just, it's really playing off of what we are talking about, about next, next week's episode. Um, people got an exclusive. Uh, Chrissy Metz called next week's episode a real doozy. And then also Milo was saying, I don't know if there's a word so much as just get ready. Just get ready. Uh, he said the episode is heavy, it's beautiful, and it's really incredible. And it's also called Strangers Part 2, which essentially they're saying that next week's episode will like expand the storylines that we saw actually in week one of season four so oh yeah yeah well come on bring it don't let us down now bring it. <laughs> no, bring it let's go let's go um well let's do our tearjerker moments before we go into our predictions so clearly we are on a tp shortage y'all and cleaning shortage just calling out the obvious so we're going to we're use my shirt we can do our fingers yeah. <laughs> so for all of you guys that have been watching this entire season, we have our tearjerker moments. Obviously, we're not using tissues, but we can still cry just the same. One being a aw, heartwarming and a five being a <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. That was I had to throw in the sound since we're we're limited on our sound effects today. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So who wants to take it away? I'll start. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have two, um, and it's Randall's phone call to Rebecca. I felt really emotional for Rebecca, like what we talked about. I was so sad that she was cornered into saying yes, and that look around the room, I felt like she was like, I still don't wanna do it, but I'm going to say yes for my son, and I really felt for her. So I, I got a little like, damn it, Rebecca, stand up for yourself, and it made me, you know, feel a little warm inside for her a little fuzzy yeah uh okay i guess i'll go um i'll do a one i felt inside uh when randall said he was going back to dc he was leaving he left the dinner table and then uh and then jack and rebecca had that exchange nothing no words just all feelings and looks and i just felt for her when she fell apart at that dinner table that's mine it. mine is a two and it plays off of Danny's actually mine 
was also at the dinner table scene, but it was in scenario one when right after uh, Beth talked some sense into Randall, he went back and they were talking and he mm -hmm. finally noticed his mother's face and realized what he had been doing to her. And then he encouraged her to kind of be a part of the family again, basically, and tell a good lighthearted story from her perspective, which is like one of the best parts about her. So that one made me feel all good inside that he was able to kind of right the wrong in that moment. Mine was also a scenario where you could see Rebecca's pain, just because at the end of the day, I think she was doing what she thought was best for her son right. and just protect him. And we also saw like when she was talking to Jack, she in the second scenario where she said, I knew that we would do what you thought was best. So clearly there's like knowing that she wouldn't have really had had a say so he would have probably just been like, no, we need to tell Randall. So I think in her heart, she really just believed she was just protecting everybody. And when he was packing up for college, mm -hmm. and he yeah. wow. said like, no, there's not enough room for you. I'm sorry. Um, Ellen quickly oh. said that her tearjerker was in the second scenario when Jack was trying to convince Randall to forgive Rebecca because it oh. had 30 years and she wasn't well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was a long time. Yeah, I know. Thanksgiving. Oh. I'm glad they kept that tied in there. There's there a so long time. Moments that were just like, there were a lot of moments that were like little tearjerker moments just to see yeah. that scenario play out. Well, do you guys have any predictions before we wrap it up? Quickly, I just think, oh, I'm sorry. Quickly, I just think that um, soon Kevin and Kate will know that what Randall has forced Rebecca to do, and they're going to not be Team Randall, and it's going to be the demise of the big three. Oh. Uh -huh. Sticking <laughs> with my Sophie prediction. Right. You guys for nothing. They don't keep teasing no. us. No. Yeah. I don't think Rebecca's going. All of you that I don't I'm think right. going. I think she says she's going, but she's not. I think the, mm -hmm. the other two are going to team up and say, nope, she's not going. Ooh. Guys, I don't know. There's been so many different things. Like, I predict we see a lot of new people. Yeah. Go figure. Strangers. Right, right. And we're leaving it. Like, a lot of people have been saying that it's unfinished or incomplete is what you were telling me, Haley, that some of the stars are saying it's incomplete. I think we're going to be left with the biggest, like, hang-off that yeah. we've had going into next season because there is no way that they're going to be able to put everything that we want in this last episode in an hour. There's just right. no way. So I predict that we're going to be wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, Beautiful. that's it. That's all. Thank you guys so much. I miss you all, all of my, my people right here and all my people out there. Um, please just stay safe and healthy. Continue to quarantine yourself and take care of yourself and take care of everybody. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. If you watch me through here when I accidentally touch my face, I freaked out. <laughs> 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 um, and make sure to follow us on all of our social media. We will still be there. We'll be binge watching other shows, chatting about other shows and talking about This Is Us. So you can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. Hey guys, you find me everywhere. Rose, <laughs> you can find me. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose, Paris with two R's. And you can find me everywhere at I am Danny Royce. <laughs> Haley. I, I just know I'm last with this one, guys. You can find me on Instagram, Haley Graves with two S's. That's H-A-L-E-Y-G-R-A-V-E-S-S. -S. 
and on Twitter, Haley one two. <laughs> <laughs> we teased her last week because we all do the hand motions every time now. So <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.